Yo, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Friday, Feb 24, 2017. And luckily we don't do this podcast on the weekends, Lauren Clark. Wow, Stu Farrell, that's a nice way to start things off. Why? Well, because <laughs> we like wouldn't a... be getting paid as much as we were the week prior. Uh, I am gutted by what has happened yesterday. And Please tell everybody, including people who are not in this country, what has happened. Because you, I, I thought that I would be the lefty... Um, you know, wow. anti-establishment um, protester outraged at this. But I went to Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. and, oh, no, somebody was there before me making a stink about how outrageous it was. Please press play on your outrage, Stu Farrell. Oh, I'm not outraged. I'm disappointed because uh, there's a body here in uh, Victoria, if not Australia, actually, I apologise, that, um, <laughs> funnily enough, mm. I named the Fair Work Commission yeah. and yesterday the uh, highly paid uh, old men on the commission, uh, they're the, there may be women, I didn't see them, yeah. um, voted to just cut penalty rates for people in low-paid jobs uh, for weekend work. So uh, it, was, it was just something, you know, it, it was a move that just seems to follow. I mean, this is what you hear. You turn on the news, right, mm, mm. and there's a report saying, a new study suggests the gap, the widening gap between the, oh. the, the wealthiest percentage and the rest is what is growing and is growing at an alarming rate. Blah blah blah. Next, oh yeah. the guy, the guy uh, Ahmed Fahoo, he's getting five million a year. Next, the Speaker of the Victorian Parliament has decided to rot the government by four, for forty thousand bucks because he's claiming he lives in the it's country because like go he's got a holiday house in Queenscliff. Oh my god! Right? Next. Oh, by the way, if you work for you know as a waiter or a, in a fish and chip shop or a chemist, we're going to cut your pay. And now, it's, all, it's it's always it's extraordinary that that I mean they call the it trickle paid. down economics, but it's extraordinary yeah. that that you can do this to people and people like it keeps happening. Like what? When's it going to stop? Because that they they do always attack. Uh, people who have who have got nothing anyway, vulnerable. or people who are like clinging to what they've got. Right. They, they it, the the um, I was reading about like you know the the little sneaky cuts that people are making to medical things, like you know, uh, women don't only get like a pap smear every friggin' yeah. year and stuff. Like I don't know, just the things that people that, cut, cut corners so they can pay for the basics. But okay. the only time any of those rorting, travelly things, those MP expenses are ever um, addressed, jobs, by the way. Yeah. is when somebody does something and then goes, "Oh, I'm terribly sorry, I'll pay it back." Gee, that's my yeah. I'll pay back oh. the forty grand, like like it's easy. It, yeah, and, no big deal. Look, there no was worries. a couple of letters. Is to he going to have a payment plan? Uh, yeah. Well, let's, let's, we should be the ones administering it. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, there was not letters to the editor, just letters to the paper yesterday. And it, uh, and it was before this came out, before the, the ruling came down to cut the wages. Yeah. Uh, just about, um, how cuts or, you know, talk of increased taxation to the wealthy, uh, you suddenly hear all these cries of, uh, class welfare. And when they talk about cutting, uh, money or services or anything to the yeah. poor, it's called fiscal responsibility, you know. But anyway, look, this is a fun podcast. We're not here to talk about it. <laughs> I shouldn't have even brought it up, Lauren Clark, because it's Friday morning. We're about to enter a weekend. And the, the one thing I will say, and this is a lot of talk and whether or not people do it, and whether or not these changes survive, because I dare say there's going to be a lot of anger surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. But I reckon it might be a chance for the old uh, ALP to... Show some teeth, m- muscle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and a lot of people saying spine. You know <laughs> yes. what? 
cafes that actually uh, do pay their staff properly should uh, put that on the windows of, and you Great support those idea. businesses. Yeah, so if, that'd if be the way a, to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a Chris Rock piece uh, that I think, uh, in fact, Jesse Lyons, uh, one of our. God, uh, I love that girl. <laughs> one of our uh, intrepid she, uh, bureau a, chiefs sent. She's yeah. a bureau chief for large, isn't she? she she's just somebody who sends in she's stuff. A, a, yeah, bureau chief. As soon chief as I large. see her name there, I'm like, bing, gonna go check out whatever this is. Right. Just well, she put a little Chris Rock. Um, video up just about right. him talking about minimum wage and one of the lines were was how how do you feel you know you're working for this boss he's paying you minimum wage he's literally paying you as little as he is allowed yeah. to do yeah. in fact if if the minimum wage was lower he'd pay you less yep. this is what he thinks of you yeah but anyway uh off the subject because it's friday yep. we're going to go and support what like we all drink sustainable uh coffee beans from only sustainable plantations, we're only going to drink it at, uh, at uh, cafes that mm. have sustainable staff that can actually feed themselves without going through the bin at the end of their shift and eating a freaking cantaloupe skin. Now, Lauren Clark, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> that is the absolute worst. Like, if you'd picked any other fruit, it wouldn't have been as bad as <laughs> Cantaloupe skin well, is just the bottom well, of the. Is there bottom. anything worse than eating oh, cantaloupe skin? Oh, no, like, no, no, I just is don't there think any, there no, is. No. Our, our mutual friend Rosemary Stu Farrell, she mm. has um, a thing which she's done for years, where she always takes a photo of the uh, fruit bowl in the work kitchen. She works in f- MSM. She works in yeah MSN. She does, and she and she goes in. She they do have a um a fruit bowl uh, at lunchtime. Like I don't know if they do, do it every day. I used mm. to work in the same place, but I think it was a million years ago, and they used to do it. And you'd have You're at the end jock. of the day, yeah, yeah, that's me. At the end of the day, they'd have this. Uh, she, they'd have this platter, and like every single time, it would have little few bits of um uh, a few bits of melon on it but mostly mm. it was um not cantaloupe it was what's the other one something melon honeydew uh, rock melon honeydew melon yeah yeah rock yeah melon and cantaloupe are the same thing sorry honeydew melon the green one i don't and, think they're called honeydew uh, melons her, her honeydew. whole thing is um that that is always the case and as soon as somebody notices something like that you're like mm. oh man and every time that at my old law talking job, we used to have mm. I used to have like a fruit platter. Put it on the list for events. There'd always be um, whatever it is. What is it? I just called it honeydew melon. Honeydew, honeydew, um, and there'd be always that left and like three pieces of cantaloupe. But it was like the anti fruit. It was like how to fill up. Are they cheap? They must be cheap. No, they're <laughs> because, not actually. Well, I, that, why it's would you put them common. in there? Because they look like, they're a different colour. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the sole reason. Anyway, why were we talking about that? Continue. You brought it up. But you, what, you oh, were talking we, we, about We were talking about the skin of the lope that we don't want to eat. Now, right, yes. Um, Lauren Clark, it's funny that you, we actually talk food at this stage because I wanted to just um, bring up so, – look, we haven't, ha- we haven't had a – is there anything worse in quite some time? Oh, I and, think it's about time, isn't it, Stu Farrell? I, I think so, Lauren Clark, because <laughs> it, it is a staple of this uh, podcast. It is, it is one of the backbones. We have many oh. backbones, but it's one of them. <laughs> yeah, Bones in right. our back. It's part of the important part of the skeleton. Very and bony back. We're like those fish bone, that you – yep. Which yeah. ones? Which has a bony bone? Oh, uh, like, you know Snapper. when you eat fish where – No, you, you know when you eat fish and it's like the, the bone to flesh ratio is like 4,000 to zero. Oh, look, there's a listener uh, to this podcast and mm. I'll call him Biff. Right. Um, 
and uh, <laughs> to disguise his to yeah, disguise his real, real name, name, Justin yeah. Walsh, and yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> He brought over to my house one day. I Don't invited you him know over. Biff? Biff is a very good friend well, of mine. Yeah. Uh, well, he gave you a five hundred dollar pin. Oh, he did. And, uh, yeah. And he came over and he goes, "I'll go to the market. We'll have a nice fish fry up, okay?" And uh, we were all sitting around at home waiting for Biff to roll up with a fish. You know what it's like when you're waiting for Biff to roll up. And Your friends are lovely. Stu. He rolls up. Yeah. Now Lauren Clark. Is there anything worse than when you're away in queue when you're God, waiting? That feels good. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like 538 episodes ago. <laughs> uh, is there anything worse when yeah. you uh, uh, been tanging for a little bit of uh, tasty fleshy fish, okay? Mm. When you're fanging, that's the word. Yeah. And uh, you you just want to sink your choppers into the the white beautiful meat, maybe a bit of butter on it. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> And then someone rolls up to your house, the barbecue, the sun is out, the, everything's right. The, everything's right except Biff's fish and he brings flounder. Now, have you ever had – I don't know where this came from because you mentioned I, the fish. This – have you ever – the meat to bone ratio on flounder I don't it, know is off this. the charts. Is it? It's, it should be just called bonefish. <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't – and I think the Asian community have mastered flounder. I think all they do yeah. is get the whole flounder, gut it, put it in flour, and just throw it in a deep fryer. And they eat it like a, a fried pizza. Like they don't even bother. Right, like right. the bones are part of the meal because right. the skin, the bones, because you won't get anything off a of flounder. Anyway. Right, okay. But it's funny you should bring up the food, Lauren. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yes. Because I wanted to talk about uh, disappointing, disappointing and, and, and anticipation. Right, The two often go hand in hand. Disappointment and anticipation. And, and you, my friend, the twin, the twin feelings of disappointment and anticipation are writ large in nobody like they are in Stuart Perry. Well, I'm easily disappointed. I, I build you're, up, I build, build myself up, up. so yeah. much with yeah. your anticipation yeah. and your disappointment. Like it's like a seesaw, and it goes pachow up the other end. Anyway, well, that's right. And to be honest, as you know, I am on a uh, health kick. Hey, thank you. And uh, it's it's terrible. <laughs> Saw it coming. Yep. It's uh, yes, it's absolutely terrible that some of the hunger I get at the end of a day. So I hang for dinner, okay? Right. Dinner because oh, I'm not drinking. See, I'm not eating. No, that's so I'm looking for forward you, to me that dinner. That must just be. Yeah, oh no, right. this is. Well, no. we I hope. Well, you know what I hope? Right. This is just. I just want to put this out there before you tell any stories mm-hmm. about this. I really hope there is no way that you can make any of this anybody else's fault. No, not your I housemates. I, I can make it one person's <laughs> fault. Michael Mosley. I'm going to blame him as the architect of this torture campaign that I'm on. But for the the record, uh, the three-week weigh-in, which we didn't mention on Fact Club during the week. No, we didn't. I was going to ask you this morning, but I thought since you hadn't said it, maybe you were keeping it as a secret. No, no, I just forgot. Uh, The three-week weigh-in, so we've had had one, two, and the third weigh-in this week, 14.9 kilos. It's a See, now, for somebody who has been going on about Fat Club for, Mm. um, and I'm so sorry, to be using the words fat club without any irony to new listeners. This is not a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. That it became a thing by virtue of Stu Farrell just turning up and doing it every time. And he would say, and he would tell us all of the things that he was going to do and all the different diets he was on and it became a hilarious joke. And now he's been on a diet for how long? Three weeks and lost 15 kgs. 14.9. We don't like to uh, uh, Oh, my giddy aunt. Stuart Farrell. So, anyway, as you imagine. That is if you, well, insane. If you're on I mean, sort no of wonder regime, you're hungry. <laughs> if you're on that sort of regime. Well, you know, the worst thing about it was, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what happened to me. With the low-calorie intake, 
right. becomes low strength. Yeah, it with, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the other day I'm uh, maybe stupidly mm. out attempting to surf at a, a place called Point Danger, which uh, the name should have given it away for someone that, who's not up to, uh, you know, maximum strength here. Uh, <laughs> I had a mouthful of coffee then. That was so <laughs> my, my, uh, my two colleagues and I, uh, we, we traipsed across the reef. One of my, I mean, colleagues. I used to hate sand, but colleagues. I hate reef Are you colleagues in the in the sea. Is that where you well, are? Colleagues in the sea. Co-surfers. Yeah. No, I like it. I'm just right. totally no, love mm. it. Right. So what? You're on the reef. Well, you know, because that's where you get the waves. You've got to be on the reef, right? So, but so you you, you toughen the bottom of your feet up a bit, walking across these reefs and yes. stuff. Anyway, yeah. we're in the water and I'm away and I'm well, we're paddling it right out the back, and. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm getting lighter. I've got a bit of strength. I'm feeling good. I'm oh, busting no. through the waves. I'm off the reef. I'm I'm on my guts, and I'm boom, 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 boom. And I'm I'm thinking this is great. I'm going. Oh, when am I going to get past this? This these little annoying waves that are smashing me. Like you've got to like sort of get out of the congested traffic to get yeah. out of the back of that, and then you just sit peacefully for and like wait an hour, for the, and then a not always. One no, comes no. Along. Yeah, yeah, you wait for the sets to come through. And you're no, but right you wait back for in. longer. Like the yeah, ones, the ones but it's also more pleasant. Few, yeah. The one, I was like in the middle of a, a washing machine, basically, right? right? And so I look up yeah. after what seemed like about ten minutes of paddling, and I and I had run out of juice by now because I I am on a low, very low calorie diet. This is how, probably how like Harold Holt died. There's like. every chance he was trying. He was a tubby man. <laughs> so uh, I look up, and I'm nowhere where I'm supposed to be. I've I've slowly drifted to my left. <laughs> So I've moved right into the middle of Point Danger, strangely enough, and I can't, I can't get through. I cannot break through these waves. Everyone else is right out the back. They went the right way. They did it all. I'm serious. In the end, I just lay on my board for a while while it pushed me and put, pushed me further from where I was supposed to go. I didn't fear dying. I had a wetsuit on. And so then I thought, okay, I'll, I'll try and swim across the waves. Couldn't do it. I just kept edging, edging. So anyway, I end up. Mo- it could have I been end- a strong rip. It could have been not that you're like out of puff. It could have well, just no. Been- well, it is strong because it, Point Danger goes around. It, it's a point, and then enters another beach. Right. So, okay. um, God, it, it sounds hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it, it, in the end, I gave up trying to fight. I said, I, I haven't got the will or the strength to do this. I'm, <laughs> so I'm stuck. Sail, sailed away on the sea to where <laughs> so I wound up. Sort of marooned on this um, massive. Like a mess, like a like stone reef. It was terrible, <laughs> but I was miles from the ladder to get back to the car. I was about to, to say car. like a message in a bottle, by the way, and I accidentally said like a massive in a bottle. Like a massive anyway, in yeah. a bottle. That's right. No, no, and no. So anyway, you know, I was yeah. stuck because oh, there was no. no going back in the water, and I had to. So I had to, in bare feet, climb with a with a nine <laughs> foot five surfboard under my shoulder, and oh, no my. strength, and oh, waves my. still breaking on me. <laughs> I had to try and climb. Uh, through all these reefs and in and out of holes and stuff without smashing my surfboard to bits back to the ladder to get back to the car. I'd given up at this stage. But the worst thing about it was the guys were watching me. The guys, as the sun's coming up, they're sitting on their surfboards watching me from out the back of these waves. terrible. And one of the person watching was the guy who just come fourth in the Australian titles for Uh. the seniors longboard. Like I was watching him surf. He's like doing loops and flipping around. He's and he goes, just tell your mate he's got to do it. And they go, don't worry about it. One of them makes it, he's on 800 calorie diet. He has no strength. So they knew it. So after about oh, half an hour. Footage. Really? Up, oh, yeah. It was terrible. 
I made it back to the ladder to take me up the cliff and I just threw the board on the grass and got changed. And Anyway, I don't know where this came from because we're what talking about dinner. Mil- how are you well, well, you know what? I got changed and I sat up at the – because there's a viewing point there as well and I watched the guys catching oh. a few waves and having a ball. They came in you know, relatively soon, which was nice of them. Wow. And I said, oh, that's terrible. I'm not counting that one as a training session. I said, no, 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 don't worry about it. No, they were all being really cool about it. Oh, and you nobody hum- make yourself sound like such a bunch of manly, you know, that thing blokes do where they're like, oh, no. I don't you just made yourself sound like that. No, it was cute. Like, they were being very really nice. I go, no, no, just a few more practices and you'll get the strength uh, in your arms and shabba, blah, 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 blah. So oh, anyway, so funny. Uh, dinners, I, oh, uh, I, I hanker for dinner. Do you know, you know what? At least you weren't. You know, what at least you weren't doing. Just sorry, but just at least you didn't have like a younger person there that you were like showing the ropes to or something. Like that's the sort of thing where you know you're showing someone how to mm. surf and then you <laughs> clambering back through. But I had an old man watching me going, "Tell you, mate, to, like he's number four in Australia." So let's, anyway, not, so let's not worry about the dinners now. We're already uh, 17 minutes in. It's Friday morning. We do uh, have to move on. And uh, believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, I am possibly going to go out for a bit of a paddle later. So, Well, Stu, can you take a flag or something, a flare that you can pop up in the sky and just let people know that you're out there you or should, My surfboard is fluorescent orange. That's the other worst thing because everyone notices you when you muck uh, up. So I'm walking around with this big orange, <laughs> f- f- I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> like if you've got a normal coloured surfboard, but you blend in a little bit. Yeah. But because I'm walking oh. around with a big orange weapon, you basically it, it, yeah. got you've basically got a high vis. <laughs> I've got a high vis surfboard. surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Show me tingles. Lauren Clark. Mm. The way we love to end a week. Well, <sighs> don't we? He is with Shiver Me Tingies, as the song just said. And we've, we've got one or two. Now, did you want to... Uh... So I wanted to just quickly say uh, hats off to Alyssa, who very uh, major contributor to the show, by the way. Uh, BC of something, isn't she? Bureau uh, Chief? Yes. She, is she a Bureau Chief? Gonna, I need uh, that chart that I made for your house. You didn't make a chart. As if you've ever made a chart in your life. You made a chart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made a chart and I put it up in your office, Missy. No, no and you didn't. Did you? Did I just completely die on you? It sounded. I suddenly didn't hear you for a second. Yeah, anyway, I was, I was hello, flabbergasted. Yes, anyway, um, stop talking about ourselves. Listen, uh, Alyssa has written to uh, say, "Quick, Tingy, the smell <laughs> that lingers on your hands after you pick fresh basil from the mm. veggie patch, referred uh, to yeah. in our household as, and I don't think they've broken the." Uh, the, the nickname mould, Basil Hands. <laughs> ah! Basil Hands? That sounds like an old 1920s uh, it sounds like s- a, actor a, or something. A, Basil Hands. <laughs> yeah, the great Basil Hands. Coming up next, Basil Hands. <laughs> in, uh, yeah. no, uh, you should be uh, smoking a cigar when you speak like Basil, that. Basil Hands. <laughs> Basil Hands uh, is excellent. In fact, I would go so far as to say that any smell that's kind of Gardeny or like, even like eucalypti right. on your hands, 
Yes. Great. Unless you've picked up dog Lab, poop. Lavender? Uh, yeah, no, well, not dog poop hands, That's obviously. That's I mean, come on. Oh, God. Poopy hey, hands. That's more of a 60s ridiculous, name. ridiculous, amazing garden? Can you take us a photo? Oh, so uh, it's been it gutted. Insta- oh. We thrashed it. But I'm in oh. the process of making jars and jars and jars and jars and jars <laughs> and jars and jars. <laughs> Stop it. Of green and red uh, tomato relishes. Nice. Nice. Are you? Yes, Nice. Just you're a handyman. Just. Okay, we'll stop with that. Okay, cut the amount of sugar down. Uh, I've you... got a tingy. Yes. Yeah, Lozzy. Yes. Is and this a personalised you, Stu Farrell type tingy? This is a personally tingly because Holy I haven't happened this week and I haven't oh. spoken about it yet. And I oh, will, Stuart. I will now. But as you know, I am a very small share owner of a racehorse named Nick Knack. Oh, I <laughs> And I had forgotten, but yes. knick-knack, of course. <laughs> and we we had the mail this week, uh, and I thought after its last run that it, it's ready to go. And uh, knick-knack, the great knick-knack, as we uh, now <laughs> refer to him, uh, the great knick-knack overran a, a hay stable horse, a weir stable horse, and saluted uh, on the line at 12 to 1. So I'd lo- my tangy is, thank you, knick-knack, because a little later this morning, after I get back from paddling around in circles in the ocean, uh, your your uh, t- your, <laughs> your effort earlier in the week is going yeah. to allow me to put a brand new set of tyres on my car. Wow! So that gives me and they're Bridgestones, they're knickknack Bridgestones. Oh. They're not uh, Hawa Chawa forty dollars wow. pop jobs. They're the the top of the line. So God, thank you, knickknack. You are amazing. Like, you're just so different from me. I don't know anyone else who can ever say, I've got tyres because I won money on a horse. <laughs> and also, was, yes, go I on. I was once at a thing, uh, it was Cup Day, and we were watching the, the big race and stuff, and everyone had the money in the hat. What's it called? The sweep. And um, I was like looking at my two pieces of paper and the guy next to me had his two pieces of paper in his hand and he started going absolutely ballistic and he had these, I'll never forget him, like I know the guy now mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. there's his friend of a friend, but like I looked over and he had these like huge big veins on his neck and he really? was like sweating and he was on the edge of his seat and he was boiling up and he exploded when the horse won and like kissed us all and oh. anyway he won like a bucket load of money and I just thought that he was like really excited about the Oh my god! Well, that's cute. You know what? You've got that innocence, and although it may get you killed one day, it's very cute for us all. Now, now, Lozzy, I'd like to just before we go, and this is a double tingy. This is a you and me tingy together, because this is this is the time of year when uh, you get a little tingy. I know, and I certainly get a little tingy, (laughs) and it begins tonight. Uh, Can you tell me what it is? No, you can't. I I know you're a bit excited. You might. I was mind. about to say. I was about to say autumn. Well, but that's no, not quite no. right. <laughs> no, the Tigers yeah. kick off their 2017 um, campaign at the uh, Dockland Stadium tonight against the Adelaide Crows, and of course, Lauren Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be on the V line, and you'll be on the Metro, and we'll meet midway, mm-hmm. and we'll sit there and watch the first practice game of the season. Yeah, um, you you do that. I'll I'll might be a little late. <laughs> well, I'll be a little late uh, to that one. Well, Lauren um, Clark, I dare say I'll be sitting alone again. So if anyone out there would like to get in contact <laughs> with us, how would they? They can find us, Stuart, Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on, on iTunes. We can give us a rating and a review. We really appreciate those. And we've been getting a few lovely ones lately, especially from new listeners. If you're a new listener... 
go there or go somewhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, something, and say yep. day and tell us how you stumbled across us. And uh, you can also still give us a, a, a vote for the Castaway Awards, Ooh, which very important. Um, we slipped. We were number. We're coming third, and now we're like fifth or something. So come fifth on, out of six kids, podcasts. up your game. <laughs> fifth out of six. Well, look, we need to be uh, at least in that top three. Surely, surely, we can. Our listeners can do that. Our listeners uh, appear to be the laziest bunch of slobs we've ever encountered because we know, we know technology. This is the one thing with technology. They tell us that you're there. Yeah, we so know once you're you voting, exist. it's easy. You know that you work on computer, you're listening to a podcast. That's right. Anyway, Lauren Clark. Stuart Farrell, um, have a lovely weekend um, and I hope you get paid double and everybody does. Triple, quadruple. And enjoy your knickknack tyres and I will see you on Monday, my friend. Monday, Dayton, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Bye-bye.